1: What's up, everybody? You're listening to another fantastic episode of Kaiju Paradise with myself, Cap Nunn and the Couch Potato himself, Chris Morrison. What's up? And uh, today we're going to talk about a set of Godzilla movies that have come out within the last ten years. Uh, a series of movies that became its own universe in a whole in a time where everything has to be its own cinematic universe, whether it's Marvel, DC, uh, Disney. Uh, the Universal Monsters tried for a minute, mm-hmm. and uh, oddly enough, I think this is one of the more successful universes that came out post, you know, Marvel. You know, yeah. So
0: we had our last uh, Final Wars came out two thousand four, yes.
1: and this is um,
0: which was like the last of the series. Um, the great thing about the MonsterVerse series, it kind of rebooted Godzilla for. Japan, because they started redoing uh, the Riwa series, which is like Shin Godzilla. Yes. From 2016. Uh, but in this one, we start off with uh, Godzilla, uh, yeah. directed by Gareth Edwards.
1: And this kind of, uh, this is American made. This is American release, So America acquires the rights hmm. to uh, all the Toho properties to release it in their theaters. And they're under the, uh, uh, through Legendary Pictures, which is under the Universal
0: umbrella. Kind of. Uh, so this one, they. It's kind of a weird set set because it holds it still holds like the Toho franchise, but they're able to license it out, kinda. right? So, uh, but with this Godzilla, um, uh, like I said, directed by Gareth Edwards of 2014, uh, starring uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Ken Watanabe, Elizabeth Olsen. So we got two two people from the Marvel universe right. already.
1: Um, and then Brian Cranston, fresh off of Breaking Bad. Yep,
0: um, and uh, Baby Cube.
1: Yep. <laughs> I forgot Baby Cube's in He's his. in everything now. Yeah, he's a great actor. No, um, I, no. where were you when you first heard about it and uh, saw the trailer? You know, of course, this is maybe 15 years after the last American yeah. released uh, so God Godzilla was, movie that nobody liked.
0: So, I can't remember exactly. I remember when I first saw the trailer, it was in the movie theater. Me too. And so, I got a cool experience with this. I forget the movie. It was me and my buddy Ken. We went to see a matinee showing of uh, some Marvel movie, probably. Yeah. And... Uh, It's a matinee showing, nothing's going on. So it's the preview start, and it's the second preview. And three seats down from me is a little boy Mm -hmm. and his mom. And if you remember the trailer, it's very short. Yeah. But it opens up with the uh, Halo jumpers, and they, they got the red flares Uh, pops the red smoke coming off their feet while they're flying down and it's that ominous music and you're like what the fuck kind of horror movie is this it's kind of it kind of reminds me like the nuke drop right and it's like (laughs) god damn they're kind of they gotta fly in and shit like it's Call of Duty or some shit great fucking imagery of just like seven red lines cutting through the clouds And you see what looks like lightning striking under underneath them, you know, like they're above, like they're so high up, they're above the lightning. Yes. And you see like a streak of blue, and it's just like, what the fuck is this, you know? And like it's so hot and cloudy that lightning's forming, and it's that oh noise, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it kind of cuts to black, and then you see people running, screaming, and you see. Two giant, like, bomb shelter doors start closing, and then you see him, Godzilla. Yeah,
1: it's that shot front where it's just like a closing, you see his face, you see it roar, yeah, and you're and you like, hear the fuck, fuck. And
0: then that, yes. and then it
1: closes. And any, you know, all the other parts of the,
0: of the trailer were just people running, or like the like the waves coming in, the you know, like train or bus or whatever. And it's like, you see, uh, Brian Cranston screaming in, in like a nuclear facility. And it's just uh-huh. like, what the fuck? He's
1: like, oh my God.
0: What the fuck is this? And then it does the the first, it's just the Japanese symbol. Mm hmm. And then it's Godzilla in words. And I remember sitting there, I was so fucking psyched, but I heard the kid next to me. Like I said, this kid had to be like maybe five or six. Yeah. And. A lot of people, like some of the people that, even though it's a matinee, they're like hell yeah, like but this kid's like, mom, what's that? <laughs> and I lean over, I'm like, that's Godzilla. A whole and new she generation, smiles, and he's like, what And I'm just like, it's so, fuck yeah.
1: It was probably one of the most favorite. My- the trailer that's kind of like got me like most, hyped, most uh, I was the most hyped out of that for yep. like in a long time for a movie going like because it, it got that little kid excited in me and like all the subsequent movies kind of did too whenever they released a new trailer and
0: like even the trailer is so like
1: it features the
0: guys jumping down from the from the AC-130 Yep.
1: Um, or that poster looks. Pretty-
0: yeah, the poster was fucking fantastic because he's towering over San Francisco.
1: And the design that they used him for uh, this series is fucking great too. Yeah. Like they have him like you know it's bigger than more monstrous looking. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of keep a lot of the features from like your classic era Godzilla, but still modified and make it look more like reptilian and.
0: Yeah, so he's got like a he still got like kind of a classic look to him, but not too cartoony or puppeteerish. You know, right? He doesn't have like these big bulging fucking eyes like an anime cartoon. No. <laughs> um... And the way they did like the effects were fantastic and you know just going into the movie you know i didn't realize this until kong skull island came out in 2017 later on but it was going to be like a monster like series like they were going to do that yeah um, go down that path um but i remember the opener to this was the little boy and brian cranson the dad and the mom mm-hmm. and they're living they're living in fukushima Right, they're literally. This is a allegory tale of what happened at Fukushima a year prior um, with the nuclear disaster and tsunami.
1: Right, so they're still keeping like uh, you know nuclear themes with the uh, yes with these monsters. It's not like you know on the nose with it being World War Two like mm-hmm. the original God, uh, Godzilla movie was, but you're still keeping that uh, that allegory for the yeah. For so this instead series. of like
0: the '50s nuclear scare, we're getting a nuclear scare of a plant failing. Right, and and they kind of like suppose that. Oh no! the The plant was attacked. It wasn't malfunctioning, but that's there's there's the scene of the whole like the, they're walking, they're walking to the plant. You see the plant in the background and the kids in the forefront, and you're like, "This is going to go bad." Of no. course. Like I watched that <laughs> show Chernobyl.
1: <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! HBO, and I was just like, "That was bad," but this is worse. Yeah. So, um,
0: and seeing that it kind of foreshadowed the rest of the movie for me. Like this is all right. So they're going to keep the whole nuclear thing. They're going to keep you know everything pseudo similar, but they kind of go a different direction with it. We find out that um, the nuclear plant. uh, Brian Cranston loses his wife. Uh, He sees he sees the monster that we
1: don't see. Right.
0: He sees it.
1: That's it's very implied for a good chunk of the movie. Like you Mm -hmm. don't see the monster in full until like maybe halfway through the movie. Yeah, and
0: Godzilla himself is only in the movie for like. Fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it's that's the thing. A lot of people complain about is that uh, you have uh, the story. You're telling the story from the human perspective. A lot of the times on the ground at ground level, where where and you see this entire this giant monster kind of just destroying everything above you. It's kind of like what's that one movie um, Cloverfield? It kind of has like yeah. a Cloverfield effect well, this,
0: to this it. This kind of works. Uh, I think it worked kind of good. I, I saw this criticism too, but when I went to the theaters and watched this, less was more.
1: And it was less is more, but. It was kind of one of those deals where, like, the, the human story didn't, you know.
0: I'll, see. I like see. That's the thing. I, I kind of like the human story, but it kind of it was a lot of.
1: It was more fun on a second watch.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of explanation exposition.
1: Yeah. For the rest of the
0: series, because we don't see Brian Cranston and Entertainment James for the rest of the fucking no the series. He, he
1: actually gets he he dies like pretty early on in the movie too.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Brian Cranston. So Brian Cranston and his son uh, go back, and he's you know he's been telling his son, look. This is a fucking cover-up. Yeah. All right, so they go years later. um,
1: It's very conspiracy That's the thing about this series, too. It's very conspiracy-driven, too.
0: Yeah. And because you're dealing with a conspiracy uh, corporation like Monarch. Yeah. Which I thought was very cool.
1: And they use Hollow Earth for all of their their shit, too. Yeah, we don't
0: get that until later on to Skull Island. Right. And this one is there's a giant egg. Yeah. Where the accident happened. And now they've seen too much. The military's come in. Like, look, you know. We lied. You know, this is why your wife died. It's like, we've got to cover this up. And it's too late. The yeah. egg starts hatching, and we get the name of it called the Muto. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was pretty cool. It's like a very vague, even a, it's anagram.
1: Hmm. Um. I love how, like, that's the way to kick off, like, every new series. Try to introduce a new monster and see if it sticks.
0: Yeah, so it's a winged Muto, too, so it flies. Yep. Uh, and it has a very, like... It kind of reminded me of those uh, monsters from uh, Pitch Black. You remember that movie, Vin
1: Diesel? No, I never saw Pitch Black.
0: Pitch Black was cool. There were these demons that kind of flew. They had these, like... You ever seen Starship Troopers? Yeah. Okay, yeah, the mouth. Like, yes. That mouth kind of looks the same.
1: Oh, boy. Like yeah, the, yeah like the, bug the, mouth. With the bugs? They, yeah. It's almost like a, a weapon, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so like, it had these like snappy, like snips. It
1: did It did kind of have the Starship Trooper beak.
0: Yeah, and I was watching, it, and I'm just like, fuck, that is insane. And now it becomes an international incident. mm mm-hmm. um, And I just love the buildup of them just trying to take down this Muto, and then Godzilla shows up. Because of the Muto, yep, and like you don't see it coming, and I kind of like that opener.
1: I do too, and that's the thing that kind of continues where it's mm-hmm. like uh, these monsters are drawn to each other because they appear, and then like they have all these others that show up to kind of you know meet each other. It's mm-hmm. like the uh, the one theme throughout the rest of the series too that kind of starts with this one is that there's a uh, a clash of the titans kind of narrative, yeah, a
0: beginning of the titans, yes, um, so not to go into the other ones but like so we get this idea that all right so these things are here because they fix the earth basically yeah that's what we that's what we're told um and that when godzilla finally shows up the the humans have kind of like tried a lot of these hey we know that the muto is attracted to nuclear energy yes it feeds on nuclear energy so we're going to try to Move a nuclear device from one part to the other. Meanwhile, Brian Cranston's son has made it back to Hawaii with and, his wife.
1: Yeah, and that's the isn't that the is the guy from uh, Kick Ass, right?
0: Yeah, it's the guy from Kick Ass. It's also yeah, like Quicksilver. That is true. I forgot about that. Yeah, his <laughs> wife Scarlet Witch. I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, which is kind of funny because the guy that got uh, Garth Garth Edwards Gareth mm-hmm. Edwards uh, went on to direct Rogue One right after. this. I know, right? <laughs> and like his like movie career kind of just stops after that. And I'm just like I know, that kind of right? sucks because he made Rogue One. And Godzilla,
1: it's two pretty solid like entries in like and I'm just big like, franchises. Where the fuck are
0: you, dude? Where's Disney like p- shelling out the fucking bucks for another like? Because a story,
1: because it's not like these those this movie or Rogue One didn't. It's not like they didn't do well at the box office. I mean, this was greenlit for a whole set of sequels. Yeah, um, and but yeah, uh, doesn't the uh, the Muto have like a a mate that it meets yeah, up so with? What, too? what we
0: see is actually the smallest Muto. That's,
1: That's what right. We
0: see. Um, and it's going after nuclear energy and it feeds and feeds and feeds and you see uh, Baby Cube and uh, Aaron that got Aaron and you see them trying to fight this motherfucker and it's not working Yeah. All right. and you can see like it they're trying to kill it they're trying to explode it but it's like it sucks in all the fucking energy and that's, that's where it, it tries to on.
1: draw it away from like you know civilization, civilization. and everything too uh, because when we get to
0: Hawaii the, co- uh, you know, the coastal states mm-hmm. Everything's gone to shit. A yeah. Remember, I, like, I like that scene where the water's receding very quickly, and there's like a little boy watching it, and there's a one guy, he's looking at it like, that's not good. Because the beach is receding, the whole fucking ocean. That means water's being sucked in, outward to create a tsunami because yeah. fucking Godzilla's showing up.
1: You see the real life, the potential real life consequences of giant monsters and you see, like, like the Muto
0: attacking the tram, mm-hmm. and you see Godzilla just beating the shit out of it, and then the military intervenes and kind of fucks it all up, and then they both just disappear. Yeah. Which I was like, God damn, these fucking, it reminds me of when we were watching The Amazing Colossal Man, and yeah. it's just like, how do you lose a 60-foot man? Yes. <laughs> how, how do you lose a giant monster? How? How do you lose that? <laughs> uh, we need to do this, the the review of the second one. Oh my God, yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the the amazing uh, the attack of the colossal beast. Uh, he's still alive.
1: Oh my god! He lost
0: all the Shakespearean acting, but he's still alive.
1: No, um, that's the best part.
0: Yeah. He, he, his, his biggest line is "Ah, that's it." It's, it's it's very you're tearing me apart, <laughs> Lisa. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, so they come up, they formulate a plan because uh, now the big one has shown up, and it's kind of a reveal that hey, these things probably killed Godzilla. A long time ago. Right. During, like, the nuclear testing. Because remember, you remember the intro footage to this movie? Where after, after Brian Cranston's wife dies and everything, and then it settles the title screen, Godzilla. Yeah. And then it goes into, like, old footage of, like, nuclear test, tests and stuff. Yeah. And then they show... It's the, kind of like a
1: montage with the credits showed, and all that. They
0: showed the Bikini Atoll test first. Yeah. And then you see Godzilla's coming up out of the fucking water. Mm-hmm. And then they nuke that shit. And it's just like you guys knocked this motherfucker out. Yeah, the monsters
1: didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a co- callback to like the uh, the old the old Godzilla. It's like this has happened before. Yeah, so like
0: Godzilla has been known to exist since at least 1940. Yeah, because that's when they uh, or 50s because that's when they've been doing the uh, Bikini Atoll test. Mm-hmm. Testing. But like that cool, like r- it's ridged
1: back out of the ocean,
0: and you see the island forefront, and then it's just
1: boom. Yeah. Oh man. And it was so cool. And if anything, you kind of that that that's what they feed off of, and it only grew. Group- got bigger as a result too but i remember watching this in the movie theaters and just really enjoying it and but kind of like uh you know kind of feeling those criticisms that we talked about and then another thing that was talked about a lot is about how the monster fights were like set against like really dark
0: yeah so the cinematography uh, background yeah photography this one was cool because it kept it kind of ominous and you only get um so every time you see like red it's the villain, the, the Muto winning. Anytime yeah. it's blue, is Godzilla's taking it. So and that's kind of happens throughout the rest of the series, yeah, and too. so it's like the backdrop of San Francisco. It's very cool to see because um, we see that after the uh, tsunami in Honolulu, which is in Hawaii, um, it attacks Las Vegas. The Muto, uh, I remember the uh, Muto attacks Las Vegas, Yeah, which I thought was a pretty cool. Um, Kind of thing. And this is where they realize that it has a mating call. Yeah. And that there's a bigger one out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, there's the attack on the Golden Gate Bridge. There's the build up, And that's when we get the, uh, the uh, paratroopers dropping in the halo jump.
1: Everything you see in the trailer.
0: And, like, you get this kind of, like, it reminds me of, like, A New Hope. Like, last attack, Rogue One type thing. They're all just gathered around this, like, hologram thing. They're just like, this is what we got to do. We need volunteers. And it's just like... You guys ain't coming back from this. Like, this is. this and,
1: is, and Yeah, I, just be, be, be
0: prepared. And Baby keeps like, yeah, let's rock and roll. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, oh, Aaron's like, fuck yeah, man. God. Thank you, my daddy. Bye bye. <laughs>
1: Some folks are made to raise <laughs> the flag.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is a jump in the fire. This is yeah. not a happy song. This is not a good, like, no. Volunteers of America type song. This is fucking jump in the fire.
1: This is the end. <laughs>
0: Dude, I was at a Repo Records today for the nice. first time and I saw that fucking Forrest Gump album. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Oh, it's so a got, great bought, fucking I bought, soundtrack. Uh, I bought Fleetwood Mac Rumors album for my sister. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it's, it's just about cheating. And yeah. then it's like that's bought, all it is. <laughs> I bought the uh, heavy metal soundtrack. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's right over there. Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um yeah so they get they do the halo jump the whole thing from the preview which does it justice like they, they, they do exactly what the preview showed but it's mm-hmm. still
1: cool and ominous but then the fucking doors close on Godzilla well that's during the daytime yeah
0: so, so the daytime you know the Muto is fighting Godzilla and it's losing and that's when it releases that call well everyone's going into the bomb shelters or whatever and it is a cool shot yeah of just like because what the trailer doesn't show is the Muto fighting it and so you see Godzilla, but right when the door's closed, the muto is like going at its throat. Yes. Going at Godzilla's throat. So it's very cool to see. And it's like, I haven't seen a Godzilla movie in theaters last, up until this point.
1: See, so the last one I, I saw was the 2000, was Godzilla yeah. 2000. I saw that in theaters. So but like uh, I
0: saw, the last one I saw was nineteen ninety eight Godzilla.
1: But just to go in, like in 2013 when this was released, truth, it, just to see a new Godzilla movie, even though, like, you know you know, it's one of those deals where it's like, I was kind of like, it's probably your situation too. It was like, we were kind of like in a minority when it comes to like, you know, giant monster movies, even though it did well, I was like probably more excited about it than any of my friends. That's for sure. So, um, uh,
0: we found out that the muto has laid it, uh, laid, uh, a nest of, a, of eggs or more yeah. of these monsters would come out and, um, for the, the guy, uh, the son of Brian Cranston's character. Yeah. Um, is has a like a small backpack nuke kind of to destroy him. yeah which is good and then we get i get one of the coolest kills in the series Is so godzilla's like, like doing great but he's yeah. holding his own but he grabs the giant winged one
1: mm-hmm. right I remember, I remember this
0: and he just breathes fire down its neck out its fucking side and it just like the intensity of that because you see the spike you see the spikes flare up
1: Doom! 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 Yep. Whoosh! It's one of the coolest shots. Oh God! It's yeah. a it's a fucking mortal combat fatality. It does like we don't we we haven't seen that in a Godzilla movie. Period. Yeah, just you know? just flaying a motherfucker like a knife. It's like this is like everything you that you pictured what you wish Godzilla would do. You yeah. know, watching guys in suits for so many years as a kid. You know, <laughs> so uh, the nuke goes off. Godzilla gets knocked out.
0: So yeah. he's down on the ground. Sun rises. You know, it's the morning, and this is what a cool shot I liked was um, it gets up, and people are kind of getting out of their Their, bomb shelters and stuff and looking at all the damage, and they start getting – they're scared, obviously, because they think Godzilla's going to kill them, and he turns his back and walks into the sea, which I kind of liked. You know, a lot of people like, oh, Godzilla's the monster, so he's the bad guy, which he was. In the beginning. Yeah. But, you know, they do the whole transition of, like... So, you got people who originally watched Godzilla as a cautionary tale of nuclear testing. Yeah. We see Godzilla because of all the movies we've watched. Yeah. Right. He's, he's a protagonist. He's a good guy.
1: Exactly. He's the hero. And then, yeah. like, he becomes the uh, anti-hero. And they kind of do a little bit of both with this one. starts off as, like, the unstoppable force. But then, you know, he just kind of is indifferent. So, I don't know if that kind of moves into the anti-hero category. Mm-hmm because he's still you know a raging monster throughout the rest of the series but he's just kind of like it's like that reptilian thing it's like uh, how King Kong versus Godzilla was in the old movies where it's like he's just brute force yeah but his goal is not to destroy it's just to exist
0: yeah and I do like that one thing that became a meme the uh, the Asian scientist let them fight yes I'm just like
1: (laughs) I love that guy so fucking much he's the best character in the whole series one of the best characters I think my favorite ones we're still on skull island which we'll get to
0: Yeah, so that one kind of ended very quickly. Uh, It's a very, like I said, a lot of monsters show up, but they dub him like King of the Monsters or whatever, Mm -hmm. and we don't get more of Godzilla until later on. But uh, between that time, after the 2014, we get the 2017 Skull Island.
1: Which is like one of those, like, if Godzilla works, might as well work in King Kong with this.
0: Yeah, and like I kind of like that they did this.
1: because this is also like 10 years. We could do like a whole King Kong series if we really wanted yeah, to.
0: That'd probably be the next one when we go into like the whole Toho uh, kaijus, like uh, Rodan and stuff or, like that. Uh,
1: but like the, the the Toho story behind uh, their uh, acquisition of King Kong is very interesting. Yeah, it's fucking dirty oh, as shit. It is dirty as shit. <laughs> Poor Willis O'Brien. <laughs> so this is, uh, going into this one, this is
0: uh, Kong Skull Island, uh, directed by Jordan Vaught-Roberts. Uh, Vaught-Roberts, um, didn't really do much before this, other than the Kings of Summer. Um, yeah, I've
1: never, I'm the first time I've heard of that.
0: Yeah, so he hasn't really done much. Um, he had some uh, kind of a Me Too thing happen to him. Oh so, really? Oh, whoops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but uh, this one's cool. It's set in 1973, so it's the fall of Vietnam. Okay. Uh, so we're getting ready. It's actually the exit strategy of the United States. What we're seeing is uh, uh, a team of uh, military guys still in Vietnam. It's not great. Shit's going south. And but this one had John Goodman.
1: Yeah. And the, the guy ca- that played Dre. <laughs> the, the guy that or oh, or like the cast for this movie is fucking stacked.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so going into the cast real quick. Uh this is uh Tom Hiddleston, Samuel Jackson, John Goodman, Brie Olson, Jiang Tian, uh Toby J- Kebble.
1: John C. Riley. John
0: C. Riley, uh Shay uh Shang Wingham. Um and I like how John C. Riley is like and also, John C. Riley. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I've ever seen the trailer for this. This is one of those one movies I kind of didn't watch a lot of trailers for because I didn't no, want to ruin it.
1: I didn't go to the theater and saw this. I waited till uh, it was streaming to watch it.
0: Yeah, so uh, I went to the theaters and saw this one because it looked cool. Um, and I get—I I will say when I told some buddies about it, I was hyping it the fuck up hard.
1: It's a fun movie. I really yeah. like this one a lot. Uh,
0: but this would—it's uh, based. Um, so this is kind of as if the original King Kong never happened.
1: Right. It's a whole new story, but you're still keeping all, a lot of the elements of there being a skull Island full of creatures that, you know, Kong has to live with and, you know, fight and defeat if he has to. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like uh, it's kind of portrayed where he's kind of like an adolescent, um, King Kong too. Yeah, so
0: this Kong is the last of his kind. Right. Which I thought was a very neat, neat way to go about it. Much like Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, but this one is a very fun movie because it's set on the island yep but what we're getting is uh john goodman and uh his partner the guy that played dr dre and sherry yeah um
1: and this is all monarch related this too, is though. monarch
0: so this is the beginning days of monarch but it's on a government level right and they're looking for funding and john goodman's fantastic actor in this movie um there's a lot of like uh, slapstick comedy in this one.
1: I know it. everybody. It's, it's
0: not as much as a horror show like the Peter Jackson
1: one. Although there's some moments where oh, you're yeah. like, there's where those... it just gets fucking explosive, and you're like, oh shit! There's some brutal fucking kills.
0: So uh, it opens up in 1944 where we see two pilots uh, dogfight going at of John C. Riley's character and then um, a Japanese pilot. They parachute over the Pacific um, after combat and are about to fight each other. Yeah. Um, and a giant ape appears. We get more into it later on in the movie where John C. Riley's is explaining it to him, he's like, that's my brother. Yeah. You know, he treated it, you know, and it's like, you guys lived on this island with this giant ape for a very long time. And, you know, just think about that for a second. There are stories of Japanese soldiers who were on these islands and didn't know world war ii was over until like the 70s
1: yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: we get a funny version of an archer <laughs> yes <laughs> it's fucking over bro yeah no the fuck it's not did we win no <laughs> fuck no we we threw a sun at you twice <laughs> so uh like i said uh we go back to 1973 the organization uh approves uh uh, scientific research study into what is Skull Island, right? Uh, which I love is all right. We're going to con- we're going to contact
1: the best of the best that we got left in Vietnam. It's kind of like Predator, where you get these it is. Mer- the the best of the best mercenaries to go to this remote island. And to- Sam
0: Jackson's like that uh, Apollo Creed character, yes, he's, he's a, uh, Carl Weathers character. He's like, uh huh. We're going to throw you in the shit, it basically, because <laughs> we know you. No one else would take it, and you could do it. And I'm just like, oh my god, I want to watch Predator say fucking bad after this. I
1: know it. Oh man. I gotta watch Prey and we gotta do a Predator episode.
0: Oh, yeah, we will. We're gonna do all all those movies. We're gonna do, not the AVP ones, those movies suck. No. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have
1: to do that, but yeah, definitely a Predator episode. I heard, I
0: heard, I will say this going into it, I heard a fucking uh, comment on the comment section mm-hmm. of Prey, and a guy literally said, It's better than Predator.
1: That's what I've heard and too. And I'm just
0: like, You ballsy son of a bitch. I can't wait to watch this. I kind of wish I was nine again. Right? <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's one of those things. Where, like, I kind of want all timers now because I just want to watch all my favorite movies over again.
1: <laughs> With a fresh perspective.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> watching Shawshank Redemption for like the oh first God. time. Again. <laughs> just instead of watching your... it on TBS like an asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Five hours later. Five hours later.
0: <laughs> two parts yes uh, alright so they boot and rally the Colonel uh, Packard Colonel Packard uh, which is uh, played by Samuel Jackson uh, and they go they go in and they get a mercenary Tom Hiddleston
1: I know it. so we got
0: Nick Fury we got Loki, Loki again, we got Captain everybody's Marvel everybody's
1: pulling from the Marvel Universe oh my god
0: stacked <laughs> fucking team stacked fucking team
1: and what's that one guy's name that uh is all, he's always like a military guy. He's in that uh that, that was the, he was that in that Netflix series about uh Waco. Uh um, What is that guy's name? He's always like the military grunt with like the marine haircut.
0: Oh, John Ortiz? Is that his name? I think I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, um they get in the helicopter or they so they're on the boat or before they get they they have to contract Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And Tom Hiddleston is a hardcore mercenary yeah, <laughs> uh, who's just trying to get the fuck out of Vietnam right before it falls because there's Saigon. Right. Which, uh, if, for history buffs out there, Saigon falls in 1973 and becomes Ho Chi Minh City. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Saigon. Charlie Daniels was right. Stuck in Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Still in Saigon.
1: <laughs> What's that? And
0: I like, uh, so they get on the boat. They're talking about, you know, what they're going to be doing. Um and these guys are battle-ridden. You know, these guys, you know, fought in the you know the Vietnam Civil War, and you know they made it out alive. But there's this last fucking mission, and it does remind you of Predator a little mm-hmm. bit. It's like one more in the fucking one, hole,
1: one more job, then they'll be able to retire that yeah, kind of thing. Fuck this. Uh huh.
0: Um, and I do like the uh, the the smaller scientists. The younger scientist is a uh, uh, this Asian woman. Yeah, and she talks about how she has a twin, mm-hmm. and it's just like she's been part of Monarch. And I'm just like, this is their callback to, to Mothra. Mothra, exactly. Which we do see again. it turns out that she's the grandmother. Mm-hmm. of the other scientists we see in King of All Monsters with
1: Mothra and that kind of has that and she has that connection with yeah, the, so with been, the two. her family's
0: been part of Monarch for a while and they've known this thing It's just like they don't incorporate the whole singing part of it which right. is fine but, but it's yeah still we don't a, need that a, a but... solid fucking easter egg they, when i call it immediately
1: mhm i love it and a lot of the callbacks to King Kong when we get to uh when we get further along into the movie but yeah shit goes wrong uh, i forget what happens so uh
0: so, they're going to have to fly in mm-hmm. on helicopters because they, they can't get the boat through. Uh, because uh, Skull Island is surrounded by a giant cloud of hell, Right. <laughs> which is cool, which kind of adds, adds a little
1: aspect so to it. So, everything about the island is dangerous.
0: So, before they get, well, before they get on the boat, uh, Brie Larson is allowed to come on. She's a war photographer. Right. Uh, but she can hold her on. Um, so, Tom Hiddleston is a SAS uh, soldier, uh, special air service captain, which is, you know, the British intelligence. Yeah. Uh, so, they are all hopped on the boat. They get the helicopters ready. And it's two. It's two main groups. Uh, It's uh, Packard, Samuel Jackson, his crew, and Hiddleston and his crew. Right. Well, they make it through the storm, which is which is awesome. And then it's the land of the rising sun, which I thought was just like a cool little backdrop because you see the sun rising, Mm -hmm. and they're. They're flying into the sun, basically. You know, They're flying toward. They're flying the cinematography they're flying on this. Oh, yeah. is so awesome. Yeah. So they're flying west. They're, they're going east. Yeah. Okay. They're able to make it through the storm and uh, they begin. Uh, so there was a helicopter that lands to set up their computers for the uh, land mapping. Yeah. Now, while this is going on, uh, Samuel Jackson, Hiddleston, Brie Larson, all them, they're selling the helicopters above and they start dropping uh, seismographs. Bombs right. start rocking the fucking jungle and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember they uh, they had like a, a little little mini record player set up in one of the helicopters. Yeah. That had speakers and shit. Uh huh. And they start playing "Paranoid" by Black, which Sabbath. is so cool. It's fucking awesome. And like the soundtrack for this whole for this whole thing. Was pretty good. Uh, I did pull up the soundtrack of this. And yeah, because
1: it's a time piece. you got to have a lot of uh, yes. time period music so to go uh, with it.
0: Time Has Come Today by the Chamber Brothers. Mm-hmm. White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Always got to cool. have
1: Jefferson Airplane in
0: a Vietnam-ish <laughs> movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Hollies, Long Cool Woman. Mm-hmm. I uh, the Stooges that. down on the street. I
1: remember that. That was fucking cool, uh, too. Black
0: Sabbath, Paranoid, Jorge being Brother, Bad Moon Rising by CCR, mm-hmm. Ziggy Stardust by fucking David <laughs> Bowie. I
1: remember that. And
0: I'm just like, when I heard that, I was like, Jossie Riley is just like... As Dewey Cox again, <laughs> exactly <laughs> doing his version of it. Uh, run through the jungle, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll meet again by Vera Lynn, which is the basically the nuclear song, <laughs> right?
1: It's like what John C. Riley is, you know, references. Or oh, that's what they play at the end, right? Mm-hmm. We'll meet again. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so coming up, uh, coming up on the horizon line, while those bombs are being dropped off, they're awakening yep. a lot of stuff. You see a lot of animals kind of fleeing the jungle and shit, like deer, yeah, uh, or hind deer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I do like the first time we see Kong through the lens of a camera. He gets right out of the gate.
1: As soon as they get to the island, there's fucking Kong.
0: Yeah, but, like, she's raising up her camera. She's taking all these beautiful photographs. But she's – John Goodman's got a uh, – actually has a film camera. And you mm-hmm. see the silhouette of the giant ape. And, like, that helicopter pilot. is that a fucking monkey? Yeah. And then all of a sudden
1: a palm tree goes
0: flying through a goddamn helicopter.
1: Right in the middle of Paranoid too, It just, yeah. like, stops.
0: Dun, dun, dun. And um, – He's like evasive action, evasive action, and they're fucking swarming this motherfucker, and it is just terror.
1: It's like exact. It's kind of like how Godzilla was, where it's like uh, this is what would happen to a bunch of helicopters if a giant ape attacked them. It's like yeah. it's, it's it's very it's reali- brutal. It's very brutal. And it's very destructive, and you see, you know, a re- the effects in it were a lot. Just think about all these movies. The effects are so fucking good, so fucking cool, and realistic looking.
0: Yeah, and you know, the they, they kind of like after the after the whole attack they get split up yeah and uh brie larson and uh, tom hiddleston their group get separated from sam jackson his group and we get one lone soldier by himself which is kind of like the fucked up part of the movie where he gets killed by a giant spider
1: yeah <laughs> but, that's kind of like the, uh, the how the original movie was too where they're not only you know having to deal with kong they're having to deal with the elements of everything yeah. on the island
0: i do like the fact that uh he's by himself long enough to see kong and he's getting some water out of that river mm-hmm. and kong just begins to slaughter a giant octopus in the yes. fucking water and he starts eating that motherfucker uh-huh and i'm just like that's so fucking metal <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's always a giant octopus there's always like a normally squid. there's a giant dinosaur and stuff yeah, like that yeah. too but in, th- and not- this,
0: in this one we didn't get a giant t-rex we got a uh skull crawlers yeah but john c riley calls them um uh, so they make their way to what's called the ewe people mm-hmm. uh, tom hiddleston and uh, brie larson and all them and they're with, like, two or three soldiers with them. One's, like, a mechanic. Uh, one's the black guy that had the record player. Yeah. Um, and so they make it to the Ewe Drive, And that's where we meet John C. Riley, who's been on there since 1944. Right. And he's so fucking happy to see him. <laughs> like, he's, he's like, very- holy shit, I haven't spoke English to nobody in a long time.
1: <laughs> and the thing about, like, John C. Riley is like, he's, like, very, you know, he just makes you smile. He's very comedic like that, too. And his performance is great because he's – good at what he does he's never not gonna suck in a movie he
0: brings a lot of brevity
1: he just. does he, a lot he, of like, brevity
0: like if you watch uh i don't know if you've ever seen it but boogie nights yeah he's a very saving grace of that movie yes he is and he's just like really cool with a lot of shit yeah
1: everybody everybody is with that movie everybody ex- be cool except william h macy Yeah, William <laughs> macy.
0: god yeah, that's a sad fucking story yeah um uh, fun story that the woman that plays his wife is an actual porn star oh my god i didn't know that oh uh uh, so they meet uh, They meet up with Marlo. Marlo's the uh, survivor. Um, and he's telling him about Kong. And the uh, I love the, this kind of like back and forth. He's like, Kong is God on the island. <laughs> and he's like, his family was murdered and killed and you know, slaughtered by
1: the skull, s- skull crawlers. And
0: like, why, why do you call him that? He's like, because it's cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> i made it up
1: <laughs> i don't know what else to call
0: it i don't know what to call it they
1: little kind of like plesiosaurs or
0: yeah yeah well they got long uh, it's a head with a tail yeah and two arms mm-hmm. and but, they're fast as fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they woke him up by accident
1: exactly like the um, king skull well there's a, a bunch of like baby skull crawlers but then there's like the the queen one. or king skull yeah. crawler
0: um which we do get a, get again in uh uh
1: in the yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus Kong, Kong. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it, it, it dies immediately. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so what I like about this one is, like, do we see all the other animals that are on this island? Like, you remember the giant uh, ox? Yes,
1: that thing was just fucking cool. So they make every they make Skull Island like a character, yes. like you're supposed yeah, to in a it's Kong a story or a Gotham or something like that. And they don't go into like you know, I mean, when we get into our Kong series, we'll probably go into how the Peter Jackson one was very just very convoluted and just went on for too long. Jack
0: Black and yeah. Adrian Brody I know. The giant cone.
1: I know that the casting's a whole other thing. But that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this no, but I enjoyed uh I enjoyed this movie a lot. This is probably one of my favorites in the series.
0: Yeah. Um and just going into it, it's there's a lot of introduction of other like giant animals. There was the remember the giant stick bug?
1: Giant stick, yeah. The that, that was, was cool stick to because he
0: wasn't a, he wasn't like a, like a carnivore. But no, it was, he was, it, just there. It was just there. He was just there. He's just like, holy shit, that thing is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that Kong Kong is the last of his kind because the Skull right. ate, basically or murdered all of the all of them. And there was a comic series that came out right after this that kind of told the story, the prequel story of this of how Kong's family died. Yeah, and there's that Valley of the Skulls. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a cool. It's like green and red. There's like a fog, and you, and it's kind of like a horror thing. Um, but eventually, you know, just. Kind of just skipping over a lot of stuff in this movie. Um, this actually had one of the lowest ratings of the entire MonsterVerse series,
1: which is crazy, right?
0: Yeah, so like IGN gave it an eight out of ten
1: because it's a solid, just yeah. a solid movie altogether. Like but, a lot of people kind of didn't see this as like part of the Monster. Uh, verse it was kind of its own you know entity
0: yeah what was cool is like you don't think it's part of the monster verse until the end
1: yeah so, exactly uh, so we get the great fight scene of kong fighting two of the skull crawlers and he does the thing at the end that you yeah. want to see in every yeah, kong movie just, just where he's the, jaw
0: open where he rips basically, the jaws open the kong's like, finish curb, move like
1: curb stomp <laughs> like, yeah So like godzilla had the fire down the throat kong has the fucking jaw just, split it's yeah, the, <laughs> the jaw rip open uh-huh.
0: uh and all the while, they're able. To, Sam Jackson decides to go toe to toe with Kong, which is a fucking mistake.
1: Yeah, because he's like the guy that goes like the Ghost Rogue, and he's just like, I'm well, not. He loses let... his mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he loses his fucking
0: mind. Uh, and granted, that's fine. You know, he is in the jungle yeah. fighting giant animals.
1: Um, <laughs> After, and he just got through with Vietnam. <laughs> yeah,
0: giant bamboo stick spiders who just come out of fucking nowhere and mm-hmm. rip your soul out. Uh, so they do the whole standoff scene. Sam Jackson gets killed. Kong lives. Uh, and they're able to make it out now what's really cool about this they got up John C Riley and they're able to get the boat out uh, because when they meet the Iwi people they're they're behind a giant gate which is a callback to the original Kong right of natives who built a giant gate to sacrifice white women to
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <Yeah. laughs> hey new white lady
1: <laughs> yeah come here pretty white lady yeah. we need you for our God <laughs> yeah and so
0: uh they reached the rendezvous point where they're able to get the fuck out of there. But what was cool was they pan into the sky and you see four Russian helicopters. Mm-hmm. Four Chinese Russian helicopters coming in. I'm just like, that's a fucking
1: mess waiting to happen. <laughs> and then. Um, well, before that, so it could speak, calling back to like you know uh, the woman and the, the female and Kong presence, it, call, it doesn't call back to that, too, where Brie Larson gets picked up. Yeah, she almost drowns. Yeah, but she then Kong she, picks her up.
0: Yeah, and he's holding her while he's fighting off a fucking crawler yeah <laughs> I'm just like god damn this is, this is like tra- watching transformers you yes just like, how did you not crush that motherfucker to a million pieces
1: when you transformed i mean you gotta include i guess that's in the contract for every like giant ape movie you gotta have like the pretty girl in yeah. the hand <laughs>
0: um so when they return uh this is uh the this is the end song um mm-hmm. uh, it's Marlowe reuniting with his wife yeah and grandkids and everything and he's at a baseball game
1: yep um, That's the thing. They talk They talk baseball shit with, every, with everybody in this whole thing, too. How the Cubs
0: are doing? The Cubs have it once this forever, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? The Cubs are the shit. The Cubs no, fucking not. suck. Yeah, they're like the worst fucking team. <laughs> um, and what sucks is like Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson's character get fucking detained. Yeah. <laughs> and they're basically instructed by, hey, you're going to be part of Monarch or we're going to have to kill you. Yeah. Which is kind of fine. And then they start showing them. Then that's when they start showing them all the footage that we, some of the footage we saw from Godzilla, mm-hmm. which is the nuclear testing, cave paintings of Rodan. Yep, this Godzilla, is during the credits and yeah, stuff like yeah. that too. Mothra, all these other ones, and we see the Rodan one was cool, but I really got a kick out of the Kong versus the Godzilla. Mm-hmm. But we also get Ghidorah, a cave painting of Ghidorah and like lightning bolts and shit.
1: And that's the one that gets you. That gets every uh, you know fan like me like. Excited, Just yeah. kind of seeing that and you're going like, oh, there's going to be a movie with this. They're going to do this. Because you can't do a Godzilla series without Ghidorah. They've done that with like everyone so far. Yeah,
0: um, And yeah, it was a solid, like solid piece. Like it's like like the Marvel Universe, you know. It's yeah, a solid. It's,
1: it's utterly rewatchable too.
0: Yeah. And like it had like a, it's got like 8.8 8 out of 10. It yeah. made all the money back. You know, it made more money. But that was I was reading some of the reviews before we started the episode. I'm just like, man, fuck these people with these one star reviews. I'm just just being a little bitch. It's know. literally a comic movie. Like, it's this is a
1: popcorn f- flick. It's yeah, a popcorn it's not- flick, but it ha- it checks all the boxes. I'm not
0: watching the green fucking mile. You know what no, I'm exactly. saying? No, exactly.
1: a giant monster movie. What do all you right,
0: want? This <laughs> thing's it winning the Academy fucking award for best picture, even though it fucking should. You know, like some of these. Like that's what I hate about like. There's a little tangent here. This is what I hate about people who like award movies. It's like, really? (laughs) You're going to give a best picture? What about the one that made a billion dollars?
1: So I've only watched your like...
0: What about that movie that made a billion fucking dollars? Yeah, your
1: best picture I'm probably only going to watch once and probably enjoy it, but probably not. Four
0: years later, I'm going to watch it four years fucking later. Yeah, exactly. When it's added to the updated Criterion Collection or some shit.
1: Exactly. And I'm going (laughs) to
0: have no fucking care in the world about that movie.
1: No, meanwhile, I've watched Kong Skull Island like 10 times before then.
0: Yeah, and uh, two years later, uh, 2019, we get king or Godzilla king of all monsters
1: and I saw this in the movie theaters I did
0: too this was uh, directed by Michael Doherty um now this is one I can't quite remember the trailer for other than it was showing uh Millie Bobby Brown and Vera Farmiga uh mother daughter and the coach from Friday Night Lights yes (laughs) that dude is a great like like insert father figure here.
1: Yeah, that's always mad. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's always mad. Doesn't look like he smiles, and when he does, he's he's hurts It's and, hurting.
1: Millie yeah. Bobby Brown doesn't have her powers, but she's still getting in the jams.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm and, not gonna.
1: And that her that whole story arc's kind of yeah. It's neat. It's neat. Um, that's about it. But when I, I was very excited about this movie, when I was you know getting ready to go see it in theaters, because you've got Godzilla, you've got. You know they're selling it as King, him fighting King Ghidorah, him fighting Rodan, him fighting Mothra, arguably your biggest franchise Toho monsters.
0: So this one, um, this is when we find out that Vera Farmiga's character um, had been working on the whole monster thing after the fight of Godzilla in San Francisco, right? And we find out that uh, because those two animals fought each other. Right after the destruction, San Francisco basically became a forest, right? Because of the radiation and you know the growth of everything. So that's what uh, kind of a a good thing of the monsters were—they clear out an area and build a forest, right? (laughs) Like a forest just pops the fuck up. So it's not just wanting destruction. It's like, hey, no, these are what these guys did after, afterward. You know, they're they're titans of the world Earth. So whatever fucks with the Earth, they fucking kill it. Right. Which I think is pretty, so we pretty are, neat.
1: They are our masters now. That kind yeah. of thing.
0: So we're beholden to these creatures. Um, and O'Shea Jackson Jr. Is back. Cube is back. Uh, same character. Uh, he's been working with the uh, Monarch Organization. Um, and Ken Watanabe's character uh, mm-hmm. in the background. We don't really see him in this one. We see him in the next one. Yeah. Um, but they've been working on this whole thing. Um, so they're, nam- they're, they're labeled as Titans. Which I think is... Probably a little better than Muto's or across a, the
1: board, or monsters, you know? monsters.
0: Yeah, which is just like, it sounds like that's like that would be the derogatory term.
1: I uh, know. Well, just it's fucking like mosses. It kind of like uh, I guess it put it makes it a little bit makes it sound a little bit more fancy. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when you don't hear the like there was a reason in NASA they don't say the word fast.
1: Or in WWE, it's like that's a connotation of dangerous, right? Or like WWE, where it's not wrestling; it's sports entertainment. Kayfabe, kayfabe. Although not anymore with uh, Triple H at the helm. Uh, Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched that shit in a very long time. Mm -hmm.
0: I have no idea who's in, other than people I've seen on Attack of the Show. Nobody has. (laughs) Um, So they're using a thing called Orca, which is a um, um. Kind of like a sound system, basically. Uh, we open up with... Uh, so Vera Farmiga's character, she's working with a group of people. We don't really know who... Uh, a lot of characters from Game of Thrones are in this show. Right.
1: Uh, like the, the older guy, the big, the big bad in this.
0: Yeah, so they're going into this... And basically, it's a mercenary group of kind of terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they end up um, capturing um, the daughter of the Asian character from the Vietnam, Skull Island. Right. Um, and she ends up getting killed. Yeah. And we find out she has a twin. Yep. Which is kind of a fuck you moment in the movie. <laughs> um, and then the, it's the whole Mothra, which I love the, the the intro of Mothra in this one. It's a giant larva egg. Yep. And they start playing the music and it expands. And I'm thinking, it's going to kill all these fucking people with like some weird blue mist. Right. And I'm just like, oh, fucking run. And, but no, no, it's just this giant, beautiful fucking moth. It's
1: still kind of like a protagonist guardian kind yeah, of thing. And we, we
0: get a lot of that going in toward the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's 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 a cool opener, right?
1: And this is still in Antarctica, right?
0: They haven't gone to Antarctica yet. Okay, this is where they're in the caves. That's in the right. And uh, so they they turn it loose, and that was the terrorist act itself. And they're like, "Hey, we got all this information about all the other ones. We see like the Orca device is waking them up, right? Which is a signal, basically. Um, and that's when we that's when the group kind of. Picks up and leaves with Millie Bobby Brown and Vera Formiga with that fucking device. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to Antarctica because the big one's down there, the real king of monsters. And they kind
1: of have like the, they use the whole like, uh, Antarctica's part of that big hollow earth, you know, conspiracy. If you keep up with that kind of thing, where like mm-hmm. they have all these routes that go through like, uh, uh, throughout the middle of the earth, whether it's reptilians or Nazis or anything yeah. else you read about that, they kind of tie that into, uh, this, but with, you know, uh, rogue groups of, you know, monster ex- uh, scientists and stuff yeah, like yeah, so that.
0: It's like a very a very uh sixties villain yes. uh, scientist with too much power. It really is. is. Yeah, so, <laughs> um so they were being led by uh, Colonel uh, Alan Jonah, a character. Uh, this guy is a character actor uh, who played in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the big bear. Very, very popular villain character in mm-hmm. a lot of movies. And he stuff was, uh, what in. was
1: his character's name? i spent so long since so I've watched Game of Thrones. That was the problem with it, two. He too. was Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. Was oh, you so watched Game of ca- Thrones? I didn't know that. Yeah, I watched. It's been so long, now. Hey, let's talk
0: about that. Fuck this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the terrible writing that in the last three seasons. Fuck God damn. Yeah. That's a whole podcast. Yeah, so... Um,
0: <laughs> So his name is Alan Jonah, which is a kind of a generic name, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's kept it simple. Um, but we go back to the monarch scientists, which is Ken Watanabe, the guy. Let's let them fight. Yeah, that guy, and uh, they kind of come form up a plan. Like, hey, we got to figure out a way to stop these guys. And one of them is says, "Hey, let's wake up Godzilla."
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that whole uh, tried and true like plot device that's used in all the other movies too.
0: Yeah, so um, we do find out that uh, Vera Farmiga and uh, the husband blame Godzilla for the death of their son during yeah. the Battle of San Francisco. so now it's just so he, like, so he's this kind of, monster. <laughs> he's kind of on a mission of just kill them all, mm-hmm. which is kind of a stupid fucking attitude.
1: I know. It's like, I, I wasn't a fan of this story arc at all, yeah. really. But they go after Monster
0: Zero, which we know as King, King Ghidorah.
1: Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is in, that's in Antarctica, right?
0: Yeah, so they, they make it to Antarctica very quickly. Uh, <clears throat> they free it, and what I like about this scene is when they free it, they use that orca device, right? Mm-hmm. And Antarctica, just the cold, desolate place. When this fucking thing rises out of the ground, it kills one of the twins immediately. Yeah. Which I thought, okay, that's foreshadowing into, Mm -hmm. okay, you're just going to piss off Mothra later on. Uh, But the way it comes out of the ground, three heads, the wings, and then we see it, the lightning.
1: The, it does the every
0: flash yellow lightning was so fucking good in this because it kind of hides them a little bit because you don't really see other than like a shadow in the clouds kind of thing yeah
1: exactly the background's very dark with, I like the, video with this scene those. too yeah it is and the thing about this movie that's different from the first one too a lot of the complaints about the first movie was that like there's only there wasn't that much monster action well you get a lot of monster action in this movie
0: yeah and it's like the wanting destruction from these fucking things mm-hmm. um so they show up in our, like I said, they they, they, they turn him loose, basically. Yeah, pretty um,
1: much, even though he's like the strongest of them all.
0: So there's an argument brewing that Monarch gets a message from Vera Farmiga's character saying, hey, all these guys, all the monsters have got to be let loose. Right. To undo the damage we've caused. Yeah,
1: the her thing is like, human. yeah, exactly. Humans have our uh, responsible for more destruction and you know if we release these creatures it'll bring balance yeah that kind of thing
0: um and this is actually a very fast-paced movie
1: yeah Um, again non-stop monster action like you complained about monster action or lack thereof in the first movie you get it in this one
0: so it's very quickly that we find out that um they right after right after uh antarctica uh we find out that monarch has built a giant like aircraft which i thought was pretty cool yeah um and this is before the aircraft. We really see it. They end up in uh, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, they in Mexico, and they and there's a volcano or a mountain. Yeah. And they make up do Rodan.
1: And it's I like the spin that they give Rodan on this one. They kind of give him like a fire demon.
0: Yeah. So he lives in the volcano uh, identity, and that's, and that's mm-hmm. why the volcano never erupts. Right. Uh, and so he pops off and like. What I really liked was the effect of Rodan flying over places and then a massive like sonic boom behind him,
1: which was his main power in like yeah. all the Toho uh, versions. And they
0: really show it cool. It's like a fucking like, like a tornado or hurricane winds mm-hmm. form behind him because he's so massive
1: and he's covered in like engulfed in flames too. Yeah, so you see still him like f- flying behind the, all the planes and everything too, and just taking them all it's out too. a Wave of a nuclear blast is flying over because it's like heat and air, pretty
0: much, and. Uh, <laughs> 'Cause you're gonna because it creates a vacuum too, which is mm-hmm. what is a sonic boom is you know, vacuums back in. So all those people are dead. Yeah. It probably killed like three hundred thousand people as soon as it came out. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: Again, with these movies you see uh, <laughs> absolute destruction.
0: <laughs> so this is where we finally see Godzilla come out of hiding mm-hmm. and go right after Ghidorah.
1: Because that's the thing too, because of the uh, nuclear, you know, because of their uh, uh, what do you want to call Whatever you call it, their nuclear essence Godzilla yeah. is drawn to it, which is the theme of like the last movie too. Yeah, with the
0: MUTOs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and another part of this, what I really liked was in the background there were images of other giant
1: kaiju yeah a lot of like there's a, a mammoth a mammoth a lot a of turtle ma- a lot of made-up kaiju that which
0: i, which I thought was cool like his original idea yeah exactly Can you imagine like a giant fucking like snapping turtle is like a giant
1: forest on its back just kind of like a uh, not ga- not gamma but kind of like a uh hints yeah maybe yeah um
0: but this is when the navy just tries to use the bomb they created to kill godzilla yeah Which doesn't work on Ghidorah. No. And this is a callback to the first Godzilla movie, The Oxygen Destroyer. Yep. Uh, So Godzilla goes down, and he's kind of down for the count. They basically kill him. Yep. Um, And then we find out, like, this is where the whole hollow earth thing comes back into play a little bit. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, he can dip between areas very quickly, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And it's like where did Godzilla go after he dies? Well, he tried to swim back to his home, which was in the hollow earth.
1: Right. And a little like a uh, underground caved, of sorts as well. Yeah, and it's
0: like, you look at the cave and it's all built up like it's a Mayan temple or some shit, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. really Aztec looking. There's some statues, skeletons, and shit like that.
1: And it's just, like, riddled with, like, nuclear kind of, you know... Heat. Heats.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's being
1: powered, you know, it's the fucking Earth yeah. heating that motherfucker up. Exactly, and that's how he's getting his power, but they have to feed him some more nuclear energy to wake him up to stop the, uh, the rest of the monsters. So, um there becomes like this little foil between the mom and dad and the daughter yeah
0: it kind of just like breaks the kind of breaks the whole kind of tension yeah of the movie a little bit on like a human level but uh we find out that the doc, uh, uh the irene chin the surviving twin discovers mm-hmm. that Ma, uh, masajiro king Adora is actually trying to terraform the earth
1: and it's choosing to go to where else than Boston, Massachusetts, at the fucking Red Sox Stadium to do so.
0: Hey, let's go to Duncan.
1: Yeah, we go to Duncan. Yeah, So like we're gonna go to. So we're going to Boston because fuck the Yankees. Yeah, go Sox. <laughs>
0: of course, the, the harbinger of our death is a Sox fan. I know.
1: I'm, I'm talking. I'm sitting there going like, man, the guy that the whoever licensed out the Red Sox thing must have been a huge Godzilla fan, or they, yeah. <laughs> or the studio. Um,
0: and this is where we find out that. Uh, Ber- the bermuda base though or the cocoon uh of mothra kind of pops out yeah um you kind of find out that there's an underwater city that we talked about earlier um and this was kind of like a really fucked up scene so ken watanabe the the scientist mm-hmm. he's like i'll go down there yeah and he's got a nuclear device and he activates it
1: like in front of godzilla, godzilla.
0: And it's kind of a fucked up scene because he just takes his fucking helmet off. And it's mm-hmm. just like... That and just is,
1: sacrifices himself.
0: Yeah, and like, but that's a, that's a sight to see type situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a very kind of like taking your helmet off in a spacecraft and then like...
1: Expecting to just blow up. Like, I watched a, uh, uh, not to get off topic, but it's kind of similar to a thing I watched on Netflix. It's called uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. Where like one uh, there's one episode. It's all like animated shorts with different yeah. th- fucked up themes. And one is just a ast- uh, female astronaut that uh is floating around in space and uh, had a, because of a miscue she's floating, and uh, for one reason I forget why, but she has to like take her uh, sleeve off mm-hmm. in space and cut her arm off in order to save her life into whatever uh, um situation she was in. I forget exactly what happens, but it's kind of like that. Yeah.
0: And it's just a wild kind of thing. Uh, I I love scenes like that Mm -hmm. when they kind of just accept it Exactly. fuck it let me just let me just
1: burn one down real quick and just (laughs) (laughs) or it's like uh, The Departed where he lights up the cigarette before he dies in the car he's like fuck it (laughs) alright so they uh, so they wake up Godzilla they
0: wake up Godzilla and uh, King Ghidorah is just fucking up Boston Mm -hmm. and uh, Rodan is there and we see kind of All right. so Godzilla makes it they're able to, they're able to follow Godzilla. Um, two boss and I'm just thinking why don't I just you know take a step back and let them just fight it out and whoever wins we'll just deal with it you know right. instead of just being right here I know I won't front I will front row Millie Bobby seats, Brown
1: man. Millie Bobby Brown's like I gotta be there for this
0: I am a god yeah <laughs> I have plot armor <laughs> I, I will never die I have powers
1: you're not in Stranger Things bro get
0: out of there that, that's the cool thing about child actors
1: I will never die yeah really <laughs> it's just
0: like oh you guys die all the time yeah <laughs> especially in the viper room
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Did Johnny Dip kill him? I don't fucking know. No,
1: he was definitely there. <laughs> he was there, though.
0: Uh, for our younger audience, that is no that is a what river, we're talking about. R- yeah,
1: river Phoenix, right? Pond Phoenix. Pond. Aww. Aww. <laughs> river runs through it.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, King Ghidorah uh, kind of overpowers Godzilla, which is kind of kind of cool to watch because now we see like Rodan yeah. is involved in the
1: fight and then Mothra comes in too Yeah, which is
0: really cool because the way they animate Mothra with a fucking like
1: claw. a stinger yeah like a stinger with the claws and, and she, the stinger like that she takes out uh, Rodan with yeah she
0: kills Rodan but she's done like she's she can't get back up right now no nah. and I like that Mothra was able to come back there's another callback to what we talked about in the first se- first episode of the Kaiju yeah and Mothra just,
1: where Mothra has to die and anytime she's in a movie with Godzilla and uh, this he, she doesn't give uh, Godzilla the powers to kill Godzilla door with not on, a, no. not on this one because no. that's what happens in all the other movies yeah.
0: so um rodan is intercepted and defeated yeah mothra is down for the count not dead but down for the count um at some point during like going back to the mexico scene godzilla was able to tear off one of the heads
1: yeah from king Ghidorah.
0: yeah which was cool and then it grew back
1: which you've never seen before but that's one of those where it's like why the fuck wouldn't it? it kind of adds another bit of menace to it where it's like oh shit gonna king, make a Mecha king
0: adora that's gonna be because that's all i thought was like this is they're gonna make a Mecha king adora that's all they're gonna do <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so emma ends up sacrificing herself to lead adora away from uh from madison or Billy millie Bobby, browns and godzilla yeah and she's able to turn the orca thing on to turn all all of the Titans against Ghidorah. Yeah. Because he's been getting off a signal, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where we get, like, kind of, it's kind of a weird scene, but Godzilla goes, like, full nuclear red.
1: Yeah, it's like every moment in every Godzilla movie where he just kind of goes, like, goes in full indestructible mode or full, like, scorched earth mode and de- winds up defeating uh, Ghidorah in the end.
0: Yeah, and so he basically eradicates him down to the atom. Mm-hmm. And... Now, because Godzilla has done that, all the Titans kind of like bowed down to him, which is a neat scene because we actually see a Muto. Yeah. And we see the Mammoth,
1: Mm -hmm. and we see Rodan. Yeah, Rodan comes back and is now, uh, you know, a subject to Godzilla, like is bowed towards his will now.
0: Yeah, and so it's kind of weird to watch because, like, where were these? Like, they were on their way there. Mm -hmm. Did no other backup military groups have been like, hey, there's a giant Mammoth heading for Boston. I'm yeah. pretty sure it went through Delaware and slammed some towns.
1: Yeah, the kind of uh, gloss over all that.
0: Yeah. Um, the giant, we don't see the giant turtle because you know, it's, it's a giant forest. But yeah. <laughs> a giant landmass just moving across, across right. the map. It's fucking
1: um, uh, Discworld or some shit.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 it's Jerry Pratchett Discworld. <laughs> um, it's matured.
1: It's sure It's the thing it's, that kills Pennywise. It's fancy. <laughs> the thing
0: that, that kills Pennywise in the Stephen King book they'll never do because <laughs> you need a lot of cocaine to understand that book. <laughs> um, during the end credits, though, um,
1: with the shitty uh, Godzilla cover <laughs> with the surge tank in from System of a Down.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we see that uh, we, news clippings from Monarch have been released about the Titans that heal the planet. Uh, the second mother egg is discovered. Uh, some of the some of the uh, Titans are converging on Skull Island itself. Yeah. Um, Agent K painting show Godzilla and King Kong like Titan. Yep. Uh, locked in battle. Uh, and the post credit scene is Jonah, Jonah, the, the British uh, terrorist joins forces and they find the head of the, uh, Ghidorah.
1: Right. One the, of the heads
0: of Ghidorah. And they kind of set up a, a plan for that.
1: Cause they don't do, go into that in the next movie, but they
0: don't, but they do have a, they have a similar situation. Um, Going into the next movie,
1: and uh, what were your thoughts on uh, this movie overall?
0: Man, when I went in theaters, I thought I gave it a ten out of ten. Man, it was a fucking kaiju movie. It's fucking fun. The 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 callbacks, the you know, the Easter eggs and stuff were cool. Yeah,
1: it took me like a second watch to really like it because I did. I wasn't a fan of like the Millie Bobby Brown, mm. um, and uh, a lot of the human storylines. I was just kind of, I could have done without when I first watched it. But you know, I kind of went into it. And, I don't know why I expected more out of like the human stories and stuff like that, but it was a lot more fun the second time around too. Plus, you got all the monster fights that you want as a, you know, as a for that that made that 8-year-old Godzilla fan of me very happy. But it was a whole lot of fun to watch in theaters without a doubt too. I think I was in Nashville when I went and saw this too.
0: Yeah, so uh we'll go on to the next one.
1: Um uh, But yeah, Kong Skull Island. I rem- this was uh and the kinda- Godzilla
0: King of All Monsters.
1: What's what's that?
0: Yeah, so Skull Island. You know, not 20,
1: Island, uh, Godzilla versus Kong.
0: Yeah, it was 2021. Yeah, uh,
1: right as uh, we're in a kind of uh, it's the beginning of 2022, yes, right? 20, yeah, so, it was like early this year. I can't remember if it was last year or this year because of It was last year. Oh, 2021. It, oh, it was 2021. That's uh, when like streaming at home when Universal was really starting to stream movies at home for uh, the to tr- to kind of like build their box o- their quote-unquote box office numbers yeah. in a, in a, in the COVID era.
0: Yeah, so right Right after, right after Skull Island, and right before uh, King of All Monsters Shin Godzilla had came out, part of the Rio series, yeah, uh, Rio era, um, and this is you know where Godzilla starts making a big, big comeback in Japan, right, on their end. Uh, but the American Monster Verse is still going strong.
1: Now I haven't seen this one, but this the story behind this one is that it's like the souls of like dead Japanese soldiers, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Going into the 2021 uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, directed by Adam Wingard. Adam Wingard has actually been tasked to do the 2024 uh, sequel.
1: Because this did really well, mm-hmm. too. Uh, he's
0: the, uh, he's known for being the director of the 2016 Blair Witch movie, which is a neat kind of movie.
1: <laughs> Again, that's uh, one series I never watched. He, he
0: he's a very weird director because some of the stuff he directed is very fucking weird. Hmm. Uh, he directed the Death Note movie. Is okay. Oh
1: yeah, I heard it was very. Everybody yeah. that loves Death Note the anime, said this one's very.
0: Anime fans can shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck him. Unless you're a fan of the Texas anime.
1: Texas anime, <laughs> King of the Hill.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and Beavis and Butthead.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure that counts.
0: I said uh, I said Alex a. Uh, a video of uh, Beavis and Butthead reacting to Eddie Munson Mm -hmm. from fucking Stranger Things. It's fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, that's awesome. All
0: right. So this one begins with um, Apex Cybernetics. Uh, This is the company, the evil company, the Elon Musk company. (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) uh, That have been working on kind of like a, a central intelligence or uh, what do you call it? Artificial intelligence Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: against Kong. Now, um,
1: now Kong's still on Skull Island.
0: It's the facade of Skull Island. Fa- exactly. So, so he's in a dome. Yep. And we realize he realizes this because he keeps throwing trees at the sky and mm-hmm. the sky falls. <laughs> he's yep. just like, "I fuck this place.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, fully grown now. In fact, yep. he's kind of like a little gray in his hair and everything. Cause this is after uh, 19, this is current era, not 1973 and this, anymore. This is
0: kind of a fucked up thing. We find out that the Iwa are extinct now. The Iwa people, they're, they're all dead. There's only one left. Uh, yeah. Who was adopted by. Uh, one of the scientists, uh, This the little Andrews. girl, right? Yep, Elaine Andrews. Uh, she is deaf and communicates with Kong by, by sign language. Which
1: I thought was cool because you see, you know, we've all seen videos of, like, you know, Coco, the gorilla that does, like, And you sign. know how I
0: feel about that.
1: Yeah, she learned how to lie, which is fucked up.
0: <laughs> Gone. Yeah. <laughs> gone. I just watched another one about a chimpanzee who can like count faster than human beings. And I was just like, nope, not cool.
1: Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Planet of the
0: Apes. We watched these. These were tales. These were tales of warning. <laughs> these are like the Psalms from the Bible. This is where it starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where it starts. The Bible told us about this in Revelations <laughs> Rise of the Monkey Paper.
1: <laughs> Full of horses and machine guns. <laughs>
0: horses, chariots of fire. Yes. <laughs> it's literally just monkeys on fire. <laughs> um, so we find out that Apex Cybernetics and. Uh, and we find out this is where the podcast conspiracy thing comes in. Yeah, so, the Alex
1: Jones yeah, character so, of this. <laughs> yeah, so
0: Millie Millie's still kicking, and yeah. she teams up with a friend of hers to so hijack a car, basically, and you go find this motherfucker.
1: Just, beca- just because. Just
0: because. Just because. And it's kind of like the Home Alone treatment. It's just like it is kind of like Home Alone. <laughs> it's like eyeball your fuck. Put it. Put a fucking thing around her neck. Yeah, or where, something.
1: where like where are these fucking parents? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like you you forget Macaulay Culkin once that's fine, but twice. Yeah, we're taking him away. <laughs> you can't have him anymore. No. Um, so they end up, up going to Pensacola, Florida, which yeah. was like Woo! another another great location choice yeah. right there with Boston. Oh my and god, Mexico City. <laughs> um, and they stumble upon the massive device uh, during the rampage that's causing Godzilla to attack the facility. Right. So they've created basically a device that basically lets that makes Godzilla think King is still kicking. Right. And that's what they're using. They're using the skull of Ghidorah
1: to control it. Even though they got something different in the works.
0: Yeah, they got another uh, thing that they want to use to kill the Titans mm-hmm. if need be. Um, they're it's, a giant, like, it's like a It's a giant eye. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all they
1: see at first. By the way, when we saw the trailer for this, they did a very poor job of, like, you know.
0: Hiding Mechagodzilla?
1: Uh, yeah, hiding Mechagodzilla, kind of like, you know, burying the lead because you see, like, you don't see it in full, but you see a part of it, and you're like, that's got to be Mechagodzilla. daytime. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It looks so weird in the daytime.
0: Yeah. And so the Apex CSO, uh, CSO is like, nah, you're fucking wrong. Shut the fuck up. hollowist theory is not real, even though. They that's that's all them. it is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's all that's real. Um, so they're going to do the expedition of... They have a machine, uh, basically a, a Tesla, that yeah. can reverse gravity. Yes. <laughs> so that, that's the problem. It's like you go to the center of the Earth, up is down, down is up, mm-hmm. and you're going to get split into a million pieces. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, but not if you're King Kong, apparently.
0: But what I like is like somehow three randos are able to get on the train... Yeah, the I'm, evil, the evil layer secret train. Yeah, and make it.
1: I didn't. Yeah, I did not like this storyline at all. That could have gotten It's
0: like, like Scooby Doo It's very Scooby Doo esque. Yeah, like, hey, Scoob, what's that? Oh, artificial
1: intelligence, Scoob. We should definitely go investigate. <laughs> well, Let's I go, gang.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Then like Corn shows up. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, what, <laughs> look
1: what Niblet sees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I watched that the other night. Oh my god. <laughs> the corn the, the uh, South Park Halloween
1: corn special It's hilarious. They're like and a one, and yeah. a two, and a one, two, three. <laughs> um thanks, corn. Yeah. No we just problem, went on a South Park rant about corn on yeah. a Halloween
0: special about a show by <laughs> Kaiju. So it, it's very conspiratorial about the whole thing. Yeah. Like this would the plot is not really there.
1: It's really not. It's just kind of like it's you know it's in between pieces, in between the monster fights, which there there are a lot of, and everything leading in between those is done really well too. Like so, we we find
0: out that they're able to use the skull of Ghidorah as kind of like a hub. Yeah, and the guy he puts, I like the guy who puts on the helmet that controls the Mecha Godzilla, Mm
1: -hmm. and he's
0: not doing well. Right, but opening fucking fight with
1: Kong and Godzilla.
0: Well, no, no, like Mecha Godzilla. And they have one of the eggs of the Skull Crawlers, and it opens up and it fights the Mecha Godzilla and it right. just rips it apart. Yeah, and it's like, like oh shit. Oh, yeah, this guy's way OP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too OP for this fucking for this fucking shit.
1: Nah, uh, but then you get to the fight where they're at the ocean, where the the people take Kong to wherever they're going, yeah, and so, Godzilla pops out of the water.
0: Yeah, and it's like kind of like, like a Jaws scene because they it an aircraft, does
1: kind of have a Jaws feel too. Well, because to they're it. using
0: an aircraft carrier to fucking carry this motherfucker, mm-hmm. and. It is a size differential. It seems like Godzilla was smaller. Yeah. And Godzilla or King Kong was bigger, which I don't know.
1: It's like a bit, well. like a small head for Godzilla, and, and you know King Kong's a full on, you know, full grown gorilla with a big head, big shoulders, big arms. The only thing I
0: had a problem with it was what the fuck was Godzilla standing on to fucking hop out of the water that fucking big? Because his base is fucking huge.
1: Yeah. Like, like
0: is his tail just has that much whip in it to make him kind of like float? <laughs> it's like a little yeah.
1: fucking like, like, yeah. like a helicopter propeller or some shit. Or like the old Toho
0: like uh, sonic boom spin he does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just bounces on his tail. Uh huh. <laughs> Because uh, I would have loved that scene of him just bouncing on his tail and kind of like doing Do, like a front flip,
1: doing like a little victory dance. Yep. Oh,
0: the the uh, what is it? Uh, the the turtle. What is the turtle's name? Gamera. Gamera. The yes, the, the, the Carlton dance he does.
1: <laughs> just cuts to Mystery Science Theater. It's like, you know what? I gotta say, I think this movie's kind of goofy. I gotta say it.
0: So to avoid uh, learning Godzilla, they take uh, they take Kong and airlift him to the Hollowed Earth entrance. Right. Which, uh, in the Hollow Earth, you basically had a kingdom in the first movie of Godzilla. Yeah. But there was also a standing kingdom, basically, in the middle of the Earth where Kong lived. Kong's people lived. Right. And you, they had a rudimentary
1: throne, which I thought was cool. I thought that was... Yeah, where it's just kind of like, just like I am the <laughs> crown prince of Skull Island. But he actually, had, there's like an
0: axe. Yes. Like, like a fucking
1: stormbreaker, cool. storm basically. Which is cool, because you don't see that a lot in uh, in any, like giant ape movie like you forget that you know these apes have thumbs they can use weapons and yep. tools don't give me any ideas <laughs> yeah, shut the I fuck don't need up. Joe Rogan shut doing another up. podcast they're just like you know fucking uh,
0: gorillas don't even bench, right? That's just natural. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like,
1: shut the fuck up. Dude, it's fucking crazy, it's, bro. It's
0: idiots like him who, who ask scientists like, to teach, teach fucking apes how to do P90X. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like...
1: You talk to Joe about evolution. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why sky blue? Why sky blue? <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so the... Uh, before they're able to make it back to the bottom of the Earth, basically, uh, you find out that the telepathic link from that skull to the uh, Mecha Godzilla kind of broke. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh shit, the soul of King Ghidorah is inside of a giant mechanical Godzilla and there's with machine can guns. Do, that we
1: can't do to stop it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, we created this weapon to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> what have we done? Have we gone too far?
1: <laughs> yeah, but all this happens like uh, in Hong Kong?
0: Yeah, like, Apex apparently has offices all over the world: Pensacola, Florida,
1: Yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what a pull! <laughs> Why'd you pick Pensacola? No Texas.
1: <laughs> and then they get yeah, really. <laughs> but then they have like, a, but yeah, they, Kong gets to, I forget what happens where they how they both meet up in Hong Kong. But the but uh, so
0: so the Hollow Earth has tunnels. Yeah. So they I knew go, it was Hollow Earth. So but. so like the tunnel they went to is in like Antarctica, right, or the Arctic, and like all the all the tunnels kind of lead to this hub in the middle, and that's where they created that machine, yeah, basically that has like all that energy like that can able to fly up, down left, right, and that's how they're able to get out of hollow earth, but by the time they leave and get to uh Hong Kong, Mecha Godzilla's already turned loose hmm Godzilla is
1: loose, King Kong is
0: half fucking awake, right, <laughs> and so they're able to kind of like. So if I remember correctly, it's it's Godzilla in in fucking Hong Kong at night. Right. And Kong is able to get back up into Hong Kong. Right. First with, a, fight, with a fucking axe. Yeah. First fight was Godzilla versus Kong on the ocean. Kong or King Kong loses. Yeah. This one Kong wins.
1: It's a knockdown drag out. Well, this is what happen- I f- I remember this. This is what happens where it's like it's a knockdown drag out fight mm. with all these fucking, you know, Hong Kong lights in the background which, which looks really bullshit. cool. And you see Kong use the fucking axe to block Godzilla's mm. uh fire, but what happened? I think what ha- I remember if I remember correctly, he diverts correctly, the fucking fire. He diverts the fire and uh Godzilla, you know, is about to win, but he doesn't kill him. He lets Kong get up, you know. Yeah. And, and that that's kind of like
0: bow, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, but like it—it it, it was a one-one,
0: one-two one, kind of situation. So it's like Kong loses, Godzilla loses,
1: and then they kind of like uh, meet each other in the middle, going like, "Hey, we're we're on the same now. We're on the same team. Where it's like, I don't, I could kill. Where Godzilla's like, I could kill you, but I'm not going to. Yeah. So
0: and there's a point where Kong gets knocked out, and they have to use that fucking machine to wake his ass up. Mm-hmm. Basically, Electro like that motherfucker.
1: Kind of like the last uh, Godzilla movie where it's like, uh, it's always like the giant monster has to, is, uh, is knocked out down for the count and they have yeah. to be revived. It's a
0: Mothra-esque answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: so, what I
0: like about, what I like about the Godzilla is, mm-hmm. it's, Godzilla's arms can barely touch his face. Yeah. Right? <sighs> Mecha Godzilla has a broader frame. It can actually kind of like throw a jab if exactly. Wanted to. Exactly. <laughs> it can reach
1: out and grab stuff.
0: And basically he's got like Godzilla in a fucking head- headlock. Yeah. And Mecha Godzilla's fucking him up. hmm And I'm like it's like watching the Power Rangers Zords a little bit.
1: It is a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think they would have been cooler if it was does a man in a suit versus a CGI Godzilla.
1: <laughs> and this is kinda of like uh it's like with all the other uh eras of Godzilla, you've gotten your uh we've kind of got all of our um uh, our mainstays now, we've got Rodan, we've got King Ghidorah, we've got uh, Mothra, we've got King Kong, now we've got Mechagodzilla. So this kind of like rounds out all of uh, your uh, your favorites in a Godzilla series mm-hmm. now. And uh, my favorite suit's still the uh, classic one, the-, the Showa era Mechagodzilla suit with all of the rockets and all of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah and all of that and uh,
0: basically like the the Dragon's the word for fucking Power Rangers pretty much that's <laughs> yeah. my
1: favorite one <laughs> yeah so this one uh this one actually
0: listed uh King Kong Mega Godzilla uh skull crawler warbat and Hellhawk as uh characters in the movie i guess we didn't really see i guess it was because
1: hawks were on the uh skull island the hillhawks yeah the skull island, mm-hmm, the yeah, the skull the island too. so the yeah. warbats
0: are the ones that were in the tree remember the tree mm-hmm. and like hey what is that is that a tree yep and then they fire off a shot and then all the leaves just come flying at them mm-hmm. i'm like yeah those are warbats those yeah. are fucking things those are scary as shit
1: but no it's a knockdown, drag out fight and uh
0: they're actually able to team up, yeah, and uh, he's actually using the axe to take off one of the arms, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool, and it reminded me of like just this old ass wrestling match come on brother, do it Well, kind of like
1: well, kind of like the uh the old Showa era yeah. movies too where there are all they're doing is basically wrestling yeah,
0: and I would just love to do like the whole uh the whole like uh Oh, what's his name? Jerry Lawler commentating. Yes, he's on the fucking ropes. He's on the ropes.
1: Oh my god! god. I seen some reviews like that where, like, uh, the guy, the reviewer would be like, "All right, cute." It's like you know what you know what to do, Jim Ross. Yeah, <laughs> he's dead. Oh my god, he's dead.
0: Kids crying and shit. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> there's this close-up of Mothra just tearing up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs>
0: But yeah, so like that that kind of like ended the American series. Uh, for now. For now. So 2024, in the next two years, uh, Untitled Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, Adam Wingard is still tasked for directing that one. Um, like I said, it's just TBA. This is Warner Brothers. Um, all uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, all fel-
1: Warner Brothers. Uni- uh, no Universal? Or I guess it's under the same umbrella?
0: No, this is Legendary Pictures with uh, Warner Brothers. Okay, inter- so there's
1: camera. not Universal anymore. Okay.
0: So, which I think is kind of funny because of, I don't know if you've been keeping track of what's going on with Warner Brothers lately. No. uh, When their discovery.
1: Oh, that's right. They did that merger.
0: And apparently they 86, like a shit ton of stuff. As you do. But like stuff that was already filmed. Oh no. They made a Batgirl movie and they, they $90 million Michael Keaton is Batman. And they 86 ed it. They're shelving it? They're shelving it.
1: No shit. Vaulting
0: that shit. Apparently it didn't look good or something like that. And I'm just like, oh my. You still could have shown it. Yeah. You would have made s- that money back as Michael Keaton.
1: You could have. That would have gotten the Batman audience out. Yeah.
0: But like, they shelved that. They're shelving the idea of a Supergirl movie. They destroyed. the. They're basically 86 in the Snyderverse.
1: Jesus Christ. I didn't they have hear a about that. 10 year plan
0: for DC. And I'm just like, no, you don't. No, they don't. In 10 then years, it- dude, fucking MCU would be so far gone. Mm-hmm. And they'll ruin the sam- the superhero franchise and we'll be watching fucking Westerns again or some I shit. I know.
1: Everybody's gonna be tired of it and be like, man, remember like the good old days with Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. But like I said before, I think this was like the uh one of the few because D- the DC movie universe wasn't successful. The Did you uni- know
0: they didn't even know they didn't even call it DC That was made up by some guy who wrote an article. they have they have no name for the DC movies.
1: How how shitty is that like, you're the second biggest could probably like uh comic uh comic for well second biggest you know comic entertainment franchise you know outside of marvel or like maybe even say disney i guess disney or uh, like you got disney then you got warner brothers those yeah. are like your top two right yeah how does but somehow the godzilla verse managed to make a little bit of money and be successful and to keep going too. Which now, I'm kind of
0: curious if they're actually going to keep going with the Godzilla series. Well,
1: they got a whole uh, TV series that's coming out through Apple TV. Yes, uh, that was you, announced at Comic Con. Uh, Kurt Russell and his son. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. So I wonder uh, if they'll pull from, uh, from do like a Mothra series. I could see them doing like a Mothra series or like a uh, a Rodan series or a uh, see if they can get uh, the rights to a Gamera. Series because that's like, not Toho. I would
0: like them to kind of expand the MonsterVerse other than Godzilla and Kong, but maybe go do because like Gamora. Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm assuming Gamera was the turtle we saw.
1: Because like I said, like you got like you, you've already used all of your mainstays in these four movies. Because mm-hmm. it's like what have you got left? You got Gigan, maybe. <laughs> I'd see that movie, but still, he's oh, kind of like the, a, remember
0: the uh, the giant the giant like mountain sized like alien one with all the tentacles. Yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah, I'd uh, see
1: some like new mon. I'd be down for some new monsters too.
0: Maybe a fucking T Rex. Fuck it,
1: what? Gorosaurus.
0: Or <laughs> yeah, Gorosaurus. <laughs> and T-Rex. Tammy and the T Rex. Tammy <laughs>
1: and the T Rex.
0: I didn't know Paul Walker was in that.
1: And uh, Denise Richards.
0: <laughs> yep. The only two movies. Yep. <laughs> They're worth the <a> fuck. <laughs> but um, out of the out of those five, like, what would you say would be kind of like a go to, like, or other best one out of the Godzilla, King of All Monsters, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla.
1: Kong Skull Island is probably my favorite out of those. And I think uh, and uh, out of the Godzilla ones, I think uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was my favorite. It was the most solid one out of all of them, I think. Yeah, that that
0: was a fun movie. Um, I think just because it's set in the 70s and there's not a lot of super tech... Involved, I think it kind of makes it kind of dumbed down a little bit,
1: and it's also kind of like uh, brought nostalgia back for me and got me hyped up on Godzilla vs. Kong because that was the first Godzilla movie I had on videotape. Yeah. It was the original Godzilla vs. King Kong on uh fr- from uh, Toho.
0: Mine was a color version of The Return of Mechagodzilla.
1: Oh, so it kind that of was the
0: first one I had on VHS, it so didn't have a cover sleeve. It was uh, remember the old clear,
1: yeah, like the, the rental videotape one, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's the, what I had. Nice. Along with The Amazing Colossal Man and The War of the Colossal Beast.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I would love to do just one on uh, Godzilla versus Kong, the Toho uh, the Toho version, because there's so, like we were talking about, there's a whole lot of just fucked up details and backstabbing that went on with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, we could probably just do a watch along with that.
1: I would be down to. I'm sure they have a lot of these Godzilla movies on uh, YouTube for free right now. And HBO, too. Oh, that's right. HBO, that's right.
0: HBO's got a great fucking... Uh, source i don't know if they have final wars but
1: <laughs> yeah i'd rather watch like the kong one i yeah. think that was like the most successful one yeah. in the we'll, we'll history. just introduce
0: it over its stupid name kong versus frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> yes no stupid fucking name i know it well, that's how it was going to be at first yeah uh whatever the fuck that is
1: like. yeah but i'm excited to see what happens with the MonsterVerse going forward yeah i'm a mark for any of these and i'm really like, going to see uh the king of the monsters in theaters and i got picked on for it it's like whatever it's gonna be, i'm gonna have fun Fuck yeah like
0: me. uh speaking of a new like uh, popcorn flick that's out right now is bullet train that looks, oh, that looks, that looks awesome so i might go see that it's got aaron aaron uh, thomas in that one too <laughs> yeah
1: that's true yeah. he's moving on up in the world he's, he's yeah. getting, keeps getting work good for him so, but but yeah from all of us here at kaiju paradise we'll uh keep trucking and uh we'll keep uh The movie commentary is uh, coming. We'll do some watch-alongs, and, uh, yeah, we'll go further. And uh, if you have any suggestions for us, let us know in our Discord and uh, throw out any and all suggestions, and uh, we will be listening. So for uh, Chris Morrison and uh, the Kaiju Paradise, I am Cap Nunn. This is Morrison. And we will see you next time.